Welcome to Mystery Outsiders and Habs. I'm Kevin Weir. I'm Aaron Weir, and this is a teen drama fan cast. And we are casting about in the darkness, in the shadows. We're hunting in the. Sh- <laughs> I've done this before. It was a good try, Kevin. I think I've done this before. I think we've done all this before. There's only so many ways you can make Shadow Hunters funny. Yeah. Well, <laughs> I was also leading to the fact that like this episode kind of has a lot of people going through things they've gone through before. Yeah. Th- it's unfortunate that this is the second episode of the season. It kind of feels like this is like heavy sixth episode energy. Yeah. I mean, if the first episode was about checking in where everybody, where everything was uh, plot wise, this is checking where every, checking everything where it was emotion wise. Yeah. And that's not enough for an episode. <laughs> no, no. A lot of wheel spinning. Like we, we will end in a different place, but. Like, I have some things to reveal to you, though. Sure. So I was watching this episode at Mom and Dad's house. Yeah. Um, for the listeners, my roommate recently came home from Ontario. He went to visit his family at Christmas. Yeah. And I was like, that's cool. You should visit your family. I'm also concerned about your Ontario germs. <laughs> so I vacated my home. I left him some rapid tests. And I was like, you take one of these on the day you arrive. Yeah. And then take another one four days later. And if they're both clear... I'll return to our shared home. Yeah, essentially, essentially doing putting him into a quarantine. Yes. Yeah. But so I'm at mom and dad's house. So I watched this episode in front of mom, and about halfway through, she was like, "Aaron, I just have to say the dialogue in this show horrendous." Yeah, I mean, and I was like, "I mean, yes, in this episode, not always." Well, once again, it's a lot of we have to. Get we have to get through things, so it's a lot of people just saying the same thing, and all dialogue is people saying things. But it, it's a lot of, especially Alec. Alec has three lines really yeah. in this entire episode of him just being like, "I gotta find Jace. It's hard to find Jace. My parapetai bond." Well, he also has like a twist on that, which is Clary. You know nothing, right? right. It's it's I gotta find Jace. Clary, stay out of this. My parapetai bond. <laughs> Poor Alec. Yeah. Sometimes he's a great character. Not this episode. Yeah, no. He's sort of going... I mean, he, here's once again going back. We're doing this again. He did all this before mm-hmm. <laughs> in season one. Whenever Jace runs off... Legitimately, he puts himself through hell to use his parapetai bond to find Jace. Yeah. And then he almost dies. <laughs> and almost kills Jace, too. Like, <laughs> literally, when I was watching this, I was like, okay. It's been a long time since we watched the first season. No, the- and I am I remembering this from the first season, or am I remembering this from when I watched the show before? And I'm like, oh, both, both. Yeah, no, this is the is the exact same thing that happened in the episode where they went to the alternate dimension, and when he he's like fighting the the fairies and stuff like that. No, he's fighting with the fairy against the shadow hunters. I can't. I we're going. That's the we past. can't even. That's we can't past. look back. We can only look forward. And we're gonna look forward directly forward into the next like. 10 seconds, because this is Shadowhunters, Season 2, Episode 2, A Door Into the Dark. A Door Into the Dark. Boom! Speaking of doors! Okay. <laughs> a portal is a door. A portal is a door. What, what is a portal but a door? <laughs> Yeah, uh, and we pick up exactly from the last episode uh, left off because that's how Shadow, Shadow Hunters works. There is no time in the show, and we and uh, it's Jace and it's Valentine, and they're back on the ship. And Jace is like, Valentine, did you set me up to kill a vampire? <laughs> like, J- yes, Jace. Yes, Jace. That's exactly what he did. Now, Valentine, Valentine <laughs> will vonologue over that. Now, I have to make this clear. I understand that Valentine does believe the clave is weak and ineffectual. But this episode will <laughs> prove that to be untrue. And and like that's fine. That's that is Valentine's entire thing. The problem I have is there's no reason Jace should ever believe him. Because Jace has been in the clave. And- he has dealt with the clave threatening to derune Izzy and kill um Oh, who was the guy that Izzy was sleeping with? Oh, I can't remember. The Ma- fairy. Mal- Malachor. Melchior. Melchior. Yeah. Yes. He has watched that happen. He knows what Clave Justice looks like. Yeah. So, like, there, it, it doesn't feel like he's actually doing anything that should possibly make Jace 
be like, oh, but where do my allegiances lie? And I will say, Jace, like, 98% of the time is not convinced. Yeah, 90% of the time, <laughs> he gives Valentine nothing. But the sh- it's the most... Oh, I mean, we talk about this a lot, about drama a lot, but it's the most forced drama by having the scenes where Valentine's like, yeah, would you prefer if she was sent over to the, the clave and stand trial with the clave? And you know, they do these images of Jace being like, would I prefer? It's the law. The law says I have to do that. The law is hard, but it is the law. Like, yeah, the law. But that's what that's what you, you and Alex say when you're about to kill a downwolder. Exactly. <laughs> when, you, when you don't want to yeah, because you nope. know they're not 100% bad. Yeah, nobody says, well, it's uh, the, the law is hard, but it's the law, so I'm going to let this person go with the warning because the law is hard. Like, come on. <laughs> it just, there's, the, the problem is there's no, there's no stakes. There's no tension to it. And in classic Valentine fashion, he does inadvertently stumble upon a real <laughs> thing that gets to Jace, which is... You know, you could have portaled me anywhere, oh, and you did bring me back to the ship. Wait, I'm confused. I thought he just went back in the portal they took out there. Um, That's what I also thought, but apparently we're wrong. We don't know how portals work. No, I think Valentine is just once again lying. Tricking. Here's the thing. I think it's much better to look at Valentine as a guy like we see ever since, say, 2016, <laughs> who will just say something that is so demonstrably false that you don't know where to begin with it. Well, and like... You can be like, like you could have portaled me anywhere. And Jason, his head is like, no, I, no, no I you couldn't have. No, you the portal, Valentine. No, I didn't do that. Like, the warlock that you, or whoever you... No, no, Valentine opened the portal. Okay. <laughs> so Valentine controlled it. I thought the Valentine... I thought, is, the, I, thought, I thought Valentine has warlocks open portals for him. Is it the movie or the TV show where you can't go into a portal if you don't have, like, a firm idea of where you're going to on the other That's side? That's the movie. Okay. Yeah. And the movie only ever had one portal, which was the, the, the main portal that she explodes. Oh, yes. yes. And it has the thing you reach through and you can do the bubbles yeah, and the your TV hand sh- can be a different place. Yeah, the, TV, the, the TV show is just like, portals are things. But I thought it was only warlocks who make them. Anyway, so but you can control where you're going. Because remember when Dot made the portal for Clary, and she was like, "Clary, think about somewhere to go. Think right. about somewhere safe." Right. So, so the warlock makes the portal, but you choose the destination. But if Valentine went through the portal first, which I think he did, because Jace pushed him, <laughs> Valentine controlled the end point of the portal. I know it's confusing when it's two people. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, Valentine is Valentine, and Jace is like, oh. he brings up, you know. Uh, I was right about just I was right about your mother. And it's a there's a lot there's a lot here. That, it's stuff like, I don't care about though, yeah. because I know that Valentine is not Jace's dad. <laughs> <laughs> it's not even spoilers up. It's just stuff we know we, from watching the show. The show has already proven to us that he is not Jace's dad, which defangs so much of this episode. So back with the uh, the back at the interview with the Shadow Hunters. Victor Aldertree is blaming Lydia yeah. for Clary <laughs> escaping. Well, I think he's he's like blaming her for everything. He's like, well, you're responsible for the incident. Like, Actually, like, aren't no, you? No, in- no, Victor, you're in charge of the <laughs> of the institute. It feels like this episode. He's like, uh, no, Lydia, you're in charge. Like, once he feels things aren't going great, he's like, I'm just the I'm just the second in charge here. Well, Lydia is the one who said that Jocelyn could go after Clary. I'm pretty sure last episode Lydia was like, I guess I'm no longer in charge. And yes, Victor was clearly like, I was and- that not what Marie or either that or Maurice is in charge. Either way, it's not Lydia. <laughs> it's not Lydia, who is suddenly in charge again. But. <laughs> Victor's not the only one who's mad. No. Clary is also very mad at her mother. And now this sets off a whole thing in my head where I I don't know if I'm conflating the movie and the show, but I thought more people knew about the whole Valentine experimented on his child thing. Because Clary learns it right now. Luke learns it later. Yes. Jocelyn, I think we are conflating. But yeah. I thought that when Jocelyn and Luke ran into the night with the mortal cup, they like they both knew at that point. But I guess Luke just loved Jocelyn. 
Yeah. But I remember when they said, like, but Valentine's we, insane. Valentine's insane. We, we, we know that Valentine injected himself. Like, that is TV show, right? Yes, we do know that Valentine injected okay. himself with demon blood. So maybe people don't know about the baby. Okay. Because Jocelyn, Clary's angry at her. And I'm, because I sort of knew that she, that, like, demon blood experimented on baby. And we see what the demon blood did to Valentine. That, like, she's not... Are you saying Clary's not being reasonable? <laughs> I'm saying Jocelyn maybe has a reason to try to wound Jace with a crossbow. I'm saying maybe someone needs to think about the fact that Jace does not have all black eyes and cannot wilt flowers by his merest touch. <laughs> maybe someone should talk well, about that. Well, now, admittedly, Jocelyn has never met Jace. But so Clary has. Yeah. So the okay the problem we get throughout all this and I'm going to kind of summarize a couple scenes here yeah, yeah. um with the fact that Jocelyn will constantly be telling these stories by like oh no the baby is evil and she gives a memory where the baby kills the flowers then later Clary's like how could I imagine that Jace is the one is a baby killing monster flowers and at no point does anyone even consider, consider that, that Valentine is lying <laughs> Valentine noted liar his valentine pretended he wore michael whalen's face for an entire episode why is no one questioning jace has never had valentine in his as his dad yeah. jace has had michael whalen as his dad what? it's so it's me that nobody at all ever thinks that he killed michael whalen and took his son like why is no why one is the, considering that why is that not the most initial thought you'd have when now now once again jocelyn for some reason is taking this all because Valentine's so trustworthy, insane Valentine's so trustworthy. <laughs> but do you think Clary at some point would be like, instead of deciding I need to reconcile that he's my brother and he's evil, I have to reconcile he's definitely not either of those things because he's spent not so that much time with him because he's not that baby. But Clary, like this, it's unfortunate. It's so much on Clary to just figure this out because nobody else has the information she does that's true she is the only one who has had a flashback ruin used on her yeah so she should be be the one who's like maybe maybe i'm not related to him maybe guys i have a theory maybe valentine <laughs> is, is a liar. liar so after all this clary like thinks her mom is mad because her mom went to ragnar fell remember the warlock oh yeah we met him he died yeah uh and learned that Oh, he'll bring death and destruction. So she has a she has a prophecy of her son is terrible, terrible. Uh, and Clary is like trying to reconcile everything the, she with, knows with Simon. And Simon has his own problems going on because he's getting called he's in. He's getting called in. But so Victor Aldertree, <laughs> man who hates demons and yeah. underworlders, is like, what if I talk to an underworlder? I the things I don't think Aldertree does hate demons and underworlds. I think the th the way that we're supposed to look at Aldertree. The way he's being portrayed is that he is someone who is the law. Okay, to be fair, I shouldn't say he hates them, but yeah. I think he does look down at them, and I think he doesn't think of them as human. Meh. But in this situation, oh, he's got to talk to Simon. Well, well, he understands, like, also the use of somebody who's in the society. Now, Simon does try to explain to Aldertree that he is not in the vampire society. <laughs> yeah, so I'm... I. I was confused for a little bit, but I was able to reconcile it pretty quickly by just thinking more about vampires and, I guess, how they work in this world by accepting it as it was and not yeah. trying to make it to something else, which is Alder Tree's like, hey, Simon, there was a den. That's weird, wasn't it? And I'm like, yeah, Maria made a, made a den, but the vampires do actually have, and the werewolf is everyone except for, I think, the fa no, the fairies do as well. Have they a very, have a, a whole a, hierarchy. A very strict hierarchy. Yes. So Alder Tree is essentially doing this based on, well, it's, okay, it's a little bit racism. All vampires know each other is his <laughs> basic idea. So Simon, you, he essentially is trying to figure out, is France or England in charge of the vampire den? Yeah. But in yeah. this case, France or England is Camille, or Raphael, well, or someone else. Yeah, I'm not sure if he even knows that, like, Camille's gone or something. He just like, Simon, figure out why there was a den, and if you don't do it, I won't let you see Clary anymore. <laughs> Old, um, you know I, what? But hey, bless Aldertree. He's been there for a day, and he knows that Simon has a crush on. Oh, he knows <laughs> those power dynamics. Yeah, Clary does it. 
but but Alder Tree does. So Simon does pull some good stuff in this episode. He when he's talking to Clary, he's like, "Do you think that maybe the flashback ruin that your mom gave to you might have some grain of truth in it?" Now look, I think Jace is good. I hate him, but I think he's good. It's weird. He brings up. Remember when we came in? Jace was killing that vampire. I'm like not. I, Jace has killed a lot of vampires. Yeah. Jace has killed vampires to save you, Simon. Yeah. He has killed vampires to save you while you're a vampire. Like, he's a monster hunter. It's, like, I, I, it's definitely a complicated situation. But, but it's, it's <laughs> also, like, a throwaway line where it's, like, they're just trying to give stakes to what happened at the end of last episode. Yeah. It will never come up again after Simon says it. No one will be concerned that Jace killed a vampire. No, no, no. Because Not even Jace. why would they be? Uh, so this is into a into a scene where Clary is now now that she's done with Simon and her mom she needs to go see Alec yeah Clary do you need to go see Alec he is angrily punching does he seem like he is going to be receptive to your annoyingness and Alec has some fair points he has some emotions as well yeah his fair point is like look in the end Clary you've known Jace for three weeks (laughs) I've known Jace for my entire life (laughs) well ten years I think Yes, but yeah. still. I've, yeah, I've known Jace for a long time, so maybe stop acting, like, stop inserting yourself so hard into yeah, the relationship. Stop thinking you're the foremost authority on Jace in the world. It's, we were just like, he's my brother. I'm like, okay, you learned that three days ago. And you I- met him three weeks ago. Also, Clary, y'all went to an alternative <laughs> universe where he wasn't your brother. Admittedly, we also know that he's definitely not. Uh, her brother but it's the it's weird that she keeps bringing up he's my brother i'm like realistically he's not he's he's more alex's than he is yours i don't care that you share blood that does not mean you know him exactly so alec is he he is obviously too angry at clary he does tell clary that all she does is cause problems (laughs) yeah he blames her for all of this he's essentially he's back to and she's really close to the movie Alec we saw, who was really angry Wait, at Who Clary. had that one scene where, he, where like, he choked her against a wall. <laughs> Alec doesn't do it. He does not lay hands on Clary, but he does lay emotions on Clary. But the most important part of the scene is Izzy, and she wore this in the previous episode, is still wearing a white tank top and white jeans. And I struggle with seeing Izzy in all white. <laughs> It really took me out of the scene. They 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 play around with her look a lot. Because remember, first season Izzy was all supposed to be... Very sexy. Yeah, and then I think she got sad one episode, and then... No, she decided that she had to take over the responsibility for the family, right, so which... she wore her business wear. Yeah, and now she's gone to just sort of, like, splitting the difference. This white clothing, though, yeah. you're just going to wreck that with blood, Izzy. Take it off. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Uh, so th- this is cut on to a scene that's very strange where we just see some martial artists fighting. And there is a man in the audience watching the martial artists fight. Is that Valentine? Fight. I think it's Valentine. I thought it was Valentine too, was Valentine. but then I wasn't sure if it was just someone who looked like Valentine. <laughs> no, I think it's Valentine. So as they're fighting, the lights flicker and then they really flicker and the the guy who was winning the fight is just gone. And, and think- we don't dwell on that because it cuts immediately to Lydia being like, so... A lot of fighters are actually disappearing. Really good fighters across the city disappearing. My theory is that Valentine is stealing them to be more successful at making shadow hunters. <laughs> yeah, he's like, I gotta find stronger humans because the humans I get keep dying. But the thing is that I feel like he also needs humans who know how to fight. Well, no, believe in his cause. I don't think he just like he should just kidnap people and force them to drink blood. I guess the idea is that he's supposed to be very charismatic, so he can be like, "You are strong. Kevin, You've been chosen." Look, we have seen Valentine in action. He is not that <laughs> that charismatic. Yeah, but off screen, I think he's supposed to be, and I do imagine him going to these people who are like, "I've, tra- you know, I'm I'm a martial artist. I'm a fighter. I've trained myself," and then. This man appears, plucks you out of your fight, and goes, there is a war going on. And I can, I need you on my side. I can make you better. I can make you stronger. All I'm saying is that I, I do definitely believe that these people would dr- take the drink to try to become strong. But I also believe that Jace could very easily convince them. To, Not to do it. <laughs> no, 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 no. To be a good shadow hunter. Yes. 
Like, I imagine, because once... They once, are, once you learn that the monsters aren't fully monsters, you'll go on the Clary journey. Well, and, like, all you have to do is go to the basement of the boat and be like, oh, no. <laughs> yeah, what what we should have is we should have at least, I would say, a 70-30 split of mm. 70% being Clary's. Yeah. <laughs> Here's the thing, though. This is the only time the clave has made a logical leap in logic. <laughs> like, when Leah yeah. says this, I'm like, Lydia, you're right. When is the clave ever right? Yeah. So their plan is they're going to just stake out these places and a circle member will hopefully appear and then they'll take them. And now- Clary is not allowed to go because her lack of training <laughs> and her emotions make her a liability. Once again. Which is completely true. <laughs> three weeks. She's been doing this for three weeks. I, I will say the one thing that bugs me about this is we've once again hit kind of the problem that we've seen multiple times where this institute is so well stocked. Too well like, stocked. They're like, this doesn't, like, yeah, of course they could do that. Why isn't the entirety of Idris just coming in and, well, and that's how could the circle do any of this stuff? So there is an argument between Aldertree and Lydia where Aldertree is like, we really shouldn't let Izzy and Alec go. Yeah. And Lydia's like, they're our best. They have to go. And I'm like, they're the best here. <laughs> like, maybe you should be more short staffed so you don't have to send. Like, if they had, like, seven shadow extras, then you'd be like, we have to send them. Yeah, like, if if it was very clear that, that what, (laughs) that what Valentine, everyone of Valentine's things where he's like, oh, there's not enough uh, shadow hunters, uh, the, the, the clave is ineffective. Like, all of the stuff that he claims the problems. And it's, it's fine because he sees them from his perspective. But it is proven <laughs> wrong by the show. It would be nice if there was some validity to his points to make him more complex of a villain. And also, it would be more convincing that Jace might be like, oh, oh, <laughs> yeah. yeah. Right now, the only way that this makes sense is that he's grabbing just random people off the street and telling them, Hey, there's a war going on. We got to kill monsters. Uh, this moves. We, I thought they were leaving, but Clary sits in her room and Izzy comes in. I thought she was gone. Yeah, I- <laughs> Clary mopes so hard. Yeah. And the show, again, like reinforces to me that Clary doesn't care about anyone who's not Simon or Jace. Because Izzy comes in and is like, buddy, you're my best friend. I... I I love this scene because Clary now Clary's feelings are actually valid. Once again, three weeks. It's three been weeks. three weeks. And her most the thing this her biggest thing this scene and this episode is being like, I don't feel like I belong here, but I definitely don't belong out in that world. Where do I belong? And Izzy emotionally slaps her across the face and it's like, No, you cannot go back. Yeah. You, you are have here, to be here, and I am here, and I am so glad that I have you because all I've had is my brothers. Now, spoiler alert: What will happen in the very next thing after Izzy says this is Clary will run away. I feel so bad for Izzy. Yeah, she, she is just so excited a, to have a friend. Wants a friend, and she can't, like it's too weird with Lydia. The shadow extras don't have any lines. Yeah. They're not people. No, this does go back to the problem with this being too well stocked of an institute. Izzy should be friends with any any of those people out there. There are so many people in this building that she could be friends so with. So when it was just like Jace and Alec and Izzy, Clary coming along, it makes so much sense why Izzy would be like, yes. Because Jace and Alec have a relationship that she can never be a part of. <laughs> but now it just seems like Izzy's like, yeah, but those people out there are, you're Clary. cool. <laughs> Exactly. Uh, so we uh, we're gonna check in with Luke, uh, and he's like he has he has another detective partner who is a wolf. Yes, it's not Alaric because he died. Yeah, but someone who's very similar to Alaric and has the same feelings. Yep. So Luke and Alaric interview the guy who owns the dojo yeah. who we saw before, and then not Alaric is like Luke. I think it sucks that Simon lives in our house. <laughs> Luke's like. Come on, man. You don't have to be friends with him. He's just living in the boathouse. He doesn't even live in our house. Cute. And like, I'm like, yeah, that's the point. Cue the Jade Wolf where the wolves come out and they just sort of vaguely threaten Simon. Yeah, they don't tell him to leave, it's, but they're also like, are you sure you want to be here? Yeah, it's a it's a white-haired woman 
um, and who we saw. We didn't actually mention her last episode. She's the same one who threatened him last episode. But then, like, they're going to attack him. She's like, no. Uh, Luke said we can't hurt him. But you, Simon, I don't want to see you. And Simon's like, I don't know. what. What is this conversation we're having? <laughs> Guys, <laughs> we're all downworlders. And she's like, yeah, that means we're doomed to walk amongst the shadows. For you, literally. For a moment, it seemed like she was going to find a common ground. But instead, she's like, yeah, we are the same. But you go to hell. <laughs> and Simon's <laughs> like, what? <laughs> what? <laughs> Why am I in this conversation? <laughs> Just come up with a come up with a reason. Be, be like, yeah, but vampires hunt werewolves for sport, or vampires, blah blah blah. Say something to make the werewolf vampire fight make sense. That's beyond pop culture knowledge. Even just say like, vampires are bloodsuckers. You kill for fun. Yeah, we don't kill unless we. Yeah, and and you know we can he, control ourselves. And then Simon can be like, "No, we have to drink blood to survive." You don't like that would be. Yeah. And Simon can be like, "We can also control ourselves." Like, oh, there yeah. you go. That'd be cool. But but you know what? We can't dwell on this because we're going to move into a better scene. Because <laughs> Simon goes into the boathouse, and there is Raphael. Raphael returning, <laughs> and he is Raphael because he is angry so when simon was like when simon went with victor Aldertree, he was like i don't know i'm a baby vampire powerful people in charge of powerful things he, that, that kind of implied that that the that those powerful people did have something to do with the den and so <laughs> Raphael is pissed because Victor Aldertree he, threatened him. Yeah, no, I well, I think got a phone call being from Aldertree being like, "Hello, Raphael, could you come in for an interview?" And he's like, "Simon, he's got to be Simon. <laughs> he's got to be a Simon. He has no reason to think it's Simon. I can't imagine Aldertree said Simon. I don't think no. he, I don't think he knows his name. <laughs> but then Simon is like, "I didn't say anything," and he's like, "Wait." <laughs> I just said this. Oh no! Oh no! Oh, Raphael, I did say something. I'm so sorry. We do get a, 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 a interesting thing here where Raphael says, "Do you have any idea what the clave does to vampires to break the accords?" Hmm. Which is presumably what they would do to Maria. Hmm. Does do they just let them go? Which is what Valentine says. No, apparently they crucify them and let the sun shine on them limb by limb. Ridiculous! It is ridiculous. Uh, this is in the same episode. <laughs> admittedly, admittedly, admittedly. This is from Raphael. To Simon. He, he could be just trying to wat- rile Simon up. He could, it could all be rumor. Like, But we- either way, these rumors exist for a reason. Yeah. So, so why would Maria be like, oh no, I surrender. I totally would rather be strapped to a cross and burned. And like. Because Camille had to tell Raphael that, which means Camille probably also told Maria that. And like, I do comprehend that different people have different beliefs. It's just not well-crafted enough <laughs> for me to not be like, this is ridiculous. Yeah, it, it's not enough of like, oh, people have different perceptions of the same thing. Like, I think because they're not showing us anything, so we're just hearing a bunch of different stories. Yeah. And like, we have no... But it's not even done... But like, the thing is, we do see a whole lot of the clave. The clave That's true. The, like, this would work if the clave was a mysterious thing that we never see the full power of. We see the Institute all the time, and it's just a bunch of like... Shadow extra nothing. Work- <laughs> it's what the day workers get in a salary. Now, we're going to move away from that. Yeah. Raphael is like, here's the problem that will get me crucified. Technically, this den is related to us. Yeah, but not me. It's Camille. So we got to do the thing we were trying to do last season. You bring Camille back so I can just throw her at the mercy of the clave and be like, there, she's the one deal with her i'm oh. like frankly impressed that Raphael is still trying to deal with them after they let milk escape from her box <laughs> yeah yeah but he but as he said like i don't think camille i don't know if camille soured him i don't know if he's just being like i'm not well he has to here's the thing here's what i think it is he can't do it because he's being he he believes he's being watched now by the clave true but he can't trust anyone else to do it because who knows if they actually secretly work for Camille. Whereas he, Simon is a sweet bozo who will do what Raphael wants. Yeah, the one thing he knows is that Simon does not like Camille. True. So he will bring her in. Now, Jace uh, is hanging out with some of the new 
Shadowhunter's on the boat, and he meets a guy, Jeremy. And Jeremy hates werewolves. Oh, I wanted to be here because my dad died because of a downworlder. I honestly think that maybe just a normal wolf killed his dad. <laughs> I mean, who it's knows? At, at, at this point, Valentine, noted liar, could just say anything. His I, dad could have died from cancer. And so he believes that, like, oh, all downworlders are bad. But you, you, you think Jace would be so much better at just being like, no, that is 100% not true. And you think you'd be like, oh, yeah, no, this guy is, like, full ruined up. Like, this guy's yeah. legit, and he's telling me no. So Valentine, though, before Jace can say anything, interrupts this conversation being like, hey, Jeremy's going to lead a research mission. We're going to go capture downworlders for research. <laughs> and that's not ominous at all. I don't think Jeremy cares. Okay, but I don't like it. I mean, yes. Oh, well, well, we know he researches on, he he does research on downworlders. Remember the two invisible fairies? So, um, Jace is like, yeah, I don't like that. That's not happening. And Valentine's I'm like, that. I'm not asking you to go on this research trip as your father. I'm asking you to do it for humanity. Like, I'm <laughs> not going to explain anything further. Like, no, still no. Well, this is the Jace I like. The Jace who gives Valentine like nothing. No I purchase. I wish this was all just Valentine being like, well, here's my plans and my schemes and my twisting. And Jace just being like, you know what? I, I, can't, I came here because you're going to kill my friends. <laughs> You're not convincing me, good sir. Honestly, should have left you in the street after you got shot with the crossbow. I that really was thought... a weird, weird moment of weakness. Valentine, I thought I was in control of the portal. Turns out you were. <laughs> but then you said that I was, and I don't know. And for a moment, I was like, Maybe was I? I? Was. <laughs> and I remembered, no. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so back at the Institute, the two people still on lockdown, Jocelyn and Clary. <laughs> It's, they're still in lockdown, right? Uh, it's unclear. <laughs> it's it's unclear. I know he said Clary couldn't go on this mission, but I have to assume she's still on lockdown. Well, like, why would they lift that? Well, Jocelyn goes to bring her coffee, and she's not there. And she left her Stella behind, which means she didn't get out by pretending to be someone else. So she just walked, walked out the out. door. Maybe she showed them. She was like, I don't have a Stella. Can't be going after Jace. <laughs> That's not how that works. And the Shadowhunters were like, Mm, she doesn't have a Stella. Uh, no, she does. Clary does what Clary does best. She just sort of runs out into the night. Meanwhile, Izzy and Alec go to an underground fight club. And despite the idea that maybe they should keep a low profile. They do not. Izzy instantly provokes a man for no reason. <laughs> and then she does, in fact, fight him. Yeah. Once again, for no reason. Do if the circle member was watching that, they'd be like, better leave. I'm like, oh, that's a shadow hunter. That's a shadow hunter. Guess I should leave. This tiny, attractive woman just beat that massive, massive man. He's <laughs> idiots. <laughs> uh, meanwhile, we're going to head over to Simon's story. Okay, look, we're getting to the point where there's just a lot of wheel spinning. Yeah, there's a lot of short scenes that mm -hmm. achieve nothing. Off screen, Simon went to Magnus. And talked Magnus into portaling him. Again, to him? Yeah. I don't I don't understand how any of this happened, Kevin. <laughs> yeah, how Simon... Okay, this show is so freaking annoying with portals. It, it, it's like it thinks portals are just naturally occurring things. Because Simon comes in from a portal. It's like, oh, you didn't tell me the portals make me sick. I'm like, Magnus was already sitting there doing a potion. But he also would, like, did you call him? <laughs> call him I guess like, you could have hey, called him. Portal. The, this is the only thing I can imagine is Simon called Magnus and then he's like, okay, I'll open up a portal for you. And then he opened up a portal in front of Simon. But like, they're both in Brooklyn. Simon just could have taken like the train. Well, I think he called him from the boathouse and was like, hey, can we talk? And Magnus like, we can talk now. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, Simon wants Magnus to help him find Camille because yeah. Magnus and Camille used to date. No, no, and no. Magnus will do it for a charge. Which is the vampire hair. Clever. His name's vampire hair. Fun. Uh, now in a very strange scene, uh, after the whole fight club thing goes on and the big guy's there. He gets know. made fun of by one of his friends yeah, the, for being beat by a girl. Yeah. And then just 
From stage left, <laughs> the circle member runs in and grabs him. This is like the most like middle aged, middle class, like <laughs> generic circle bro ever. <laughs> he looks like an accountant. Yeah. Who do they send in? Because he, he he is a quarter of the size of this truly massive man. Now he runs in, tries to grab him, Al grabs him, turns out the massive guy is actually Izzy. Because they re-knocked him out after Izzy. And put Izzy. him in a corner? Yeah. And what does the circle member do? Well, he just slits his throat. You know what? Considering this guy's entire tactic was run in and grab him. Yeah, I don't think he has any information. I, I think it might be better that he died now because I think he would not last very long. <laughs> Meanwhile, Clary sneaks into the Brooklyn School of Art. Yeah. That's that. That is that. Okay, I wait, I go, I'm confused. She wasn't she just she was just brought in like three weeks ago, which means her school hasn't even has started. Not started. <laughs> yeah. She just got in. Yeah. Meanwhile, like, Luke is mad at Jocelyn. This is, yeah, this is the thing we talked about earlier. Yeah. Luke learns about the whole demon blood thing. And then Clary's or sorry, Jocelyn's like, Look, I think I've been a bad mom. Maybe you could be a mom to Clary and tell her that she cannot wander the city. Yeah, somebody will. Like, she can't do that anymore. She's a she's Someone's going to kidnap her. Yeah, someone's going to try to kill her. It's going to happen. Can't do that. Uh, wasn't rolling through these things. We do get Simon and Magnus going to uh, Agra, India. Uh, which Camille has many houses and she likes to winter in India. Yeah. And it is very clear that Magnus mostly brought Simon there to steal <laughs> back all the things he lost in their oh, last yeah. breakup. Oh, yeah. Instantly, he just starts being like, going to take this vase, going to take this knife, going to take all of this stuff. Well, Simon Freaks just out. wanders around. And once again, somebody being pretty great, Magnus goes up to Simon like, Simon, you are a vampire. Stop being afraid of everything. <laughs> you, <laughs> you are the dark prince of the night chill go find camille yeah and do something uh meanwhile back at the institute clary is just she's you know she's drawn she's chilling out until luke and jocelyn okay, luke and jocelyn jocelyn full-on sneak up on her <laughs> she has she has she well, what are they gonna do she's like i i wouldn't be surprised if they're shouting at her she's wearing no, i'm headphones. not judging them i'm oh. judging her oh yeah <laughs> This is why they're like, you gotta go back to the Institute. You didn't even notice us walk. What if I was a vampire and I just stabbed you in the back? Anyone could have come. Circle bros, Clary. Do you not think your dad is going to try to steal you back? Yeah. Yeah. Clary. Now, I do like that Luke gets about a second of, Clary, let me talk to you before Jocelyn's like, no, no, just go back to the Institute. And then Clary's like, no, it's hard to be at the Institute. I can't help Jace, and no one trusts me because I'm Valentine's daughter. Three weeks, Clary. <laughs> Three weeks. Clary, you literally have no training. Well, well no, like, no one has brought up the Valentine's daughter thing in a while. And yeah, for a while they didn't trust you because you were Valentine's daughter. And but maybe you, know you what, were trick. I think everyone has realized, except for Alec when he's mad, yeah. that you are wildly incompetent so there's no <laughs> way you have anything to do with any of valentine's well, plans it's helpful that they fully trust jocelyn i think mm. once jocelyn woke up they're like okay so she's not a traitor she's just a three week old <laughs> shadow, shadow hunter, hunter. um uh, and at, well, and she does say here is like I'm not a shadow hunter. I'm not a mundane. I'm like, which is not wrong. Which is not wrong. You, I mean, you are a shadow hunter. You're just not trained. And maybe instead of running into the night at all times, you should do some training. Now I do understand your tutor worked for uh, Valentine and ran away, but <laughs> one of those shadow extras could train o you. Honestly, Izzy was a better like. The, tutor than Hodge. I, I do not think she ever actually sparred with Hodge. I don't think so either. <laughs> <laughs> so Clary responds to this conversation in the way you would expect her to. She runs off into the daytime. And uh, she immediately runs into Dot. Dot is a Dot is Dot has died twice and is <laughs> but here she is alive, covered in veins. And uh Jocelyn 
sees Clary, see Dot, and is like, Clary, do not. Oh, don't no. go to that veiny well, woman. Yeah, because Dot's covered in black veins, and Clary's like, hello. Hello, Dot. Hello. I loved you once. Oh, look, it's good to see you. And then Dot just pulls her into a portal. Of course she does. Yeah, and so Clary lands on Valentine's ship, and Dot has been indoctrinated. And she explains that Valentine's just misunderstood <laughs> and there is a war going on. And then she says some weird nonsense. She's like, you're a shadow hunter, but there's more powers. Uh, d- d- you, uh, just let me touch your face. <laughs> and she injects what I can only describe as fear into her head. Yeah, this is clearly it's just like <laughs> If you've ever seen a movie where it's like Clockwork Orange, where yeah. it's just like images flash in it's front just, of Clary's it's face. Death and fire and destruction, and Clary's eyes are glowing like they're aflame. And I'm like, wait, what is happening? What's um, going on here? This is not the flashback rune. No. But <laughs> no, no. Uh we do check in with the main shadow hunters here. Where quickly. Alec is like, okay. I'm pretty sure all the circle bros are going to just kill themselves instead of talking to us. No. So maybe we should get a boat. Now, I'm going to say here, uh, with the truly massive amount of people he's tearing through against Shadowhunters, I cannot imagine all of them are like, yeah, I'll kill myself for you. So I have to imagine he's only sending out yes, the ones I think so. who are doing that. But <laughs> maybe this is just me. Because as he says, this isn't working. They've only done one. Even Izzy says that. Keep doing them. The Shadowers will keep killing themselves. But and the... he'll stop having loyal Shadow Hunters. But getting a boat <laughs> is better. Now, well, I, okay. Izzy does bring something up that I guess I didn't really consider. And I guess it's fair. We know that the ship is just off the shore. Izzy brings up that it could technically be anywhere in the Pacific but they, because he's portaling. They don't actually know where the boat is. That's true, but they seem to have an idea from things that they know from Hodge. Remember when Jace was not killing Hodge? Yeah. They know it's close. But, I mean, but no, no. I think they know it's in a channel. Like, it, it's no, on a river. It, the boat used to be docked and then it left, remember? They just, they seem to have the sense they know it's on the river. So he's just going to zigzag across the river. <laughs> I think, I think Izzy brings up a good point that it could be in the ocean. I think Alec is, you know, <laughs> I mean, we, I, I, we don't I, know New York geography well enough. It could be in the ocean. New York, they could just sail to the ocean. Kevin, it's been like 37 minutes. No, it hasn't. They, they At have, this point, it's been like two days. Like, they, it is nothing. Yeah, it, 37 it hours. It could have sailed off into the ocean. They still have to deal with real ships, though. Like, there are still windows they can leave and can't. Yeah. The ship isn't portaling. Well, no, I understand. Uh, I, th- I, th- I think that Izzy raises a good point. It could be in the ocean. Now, uh, But it wouldn't hurt to search the river. I mean, what, this is the problem we get with the fact that they actually have so many resources yeah. That they could probably just send some people to zigzag through the ocean, through the river. River. Now, uh, Simon uh, is still looking for Camille. And in... instead, he opens a secret compartment in a this snake the, statue. This is the worst secret compartment. Magnus he just pets the snake. Yeah, he does something what I would do when I see a, a cool golden snake statue. I touch the head. Yeah. I would just do that absentmindedly, and that opens up a secret panel. Now, I guess Camille is fine with that, because not only is it secretly hidden in a snake, there's also a snake guarding it. A fire-breathing snake. Which is very scary to Simon, because he tries to convince himself, okay, I'm a vampire. Yeah. It's not daylight, and it's not fire, and it's not a wooden stake through the heart, so I'm fine. I should be fine if the snake starts breathing fire at him, and he tries to encanto it, and Which it's not Which seems wor- to work eventually. Eventually, yeah. He's able to, like, get himself up to encanto it. And then Magnus, who finds, like, a he finds a dagger. That he's very he's concerned very about. He's very weird about. Um, and we learned that this snake is actually Magnus's. Yeah, he made it. <laughs> like, oh, cool. That's my snake. And Simon's like, what? And then I think they leave it there. Yeah, he just wanted to see his snake. He doesn't want it in his Well, own. no, he gave, it was a gift. He did give it to He Camille. wants his own things back. He's not taking back his old gifts. It's just his things that un- he left in her house. It's unclear if that dagger is his own gift. He gets really weird about he that dagger. He gets real weird about that dagger. Yeah. It's a um, snake dagger. So back in the Jade Wolf, mm-hmm. Jocelyn points out to Luke, 
that Dot has been injected with <laughs> demon blood. Yeah, I recognize those injections from Valentine's stuff. So I guess she's seen some of his other... Well, she saw what he looked like after he injected himself with demon That's blood. That's true. Um, and it then, looks like, okay, fine. All right, time to bring out the big guns. A rock. So the rock is from the Adamant Citadel, which is where yeah. the Iron Sisters make all of the weapons for the Shadowhunters. Yeah, it's called Adamus or something like that. Um, and... Jocelyn takes that rock and she brings it to Izzy and Alec, who are still talking at the same. The they've walked from the streets back to the institute, saying having the same conversation over and over again. And I don't know how Izzy did not lose her mind. Kevin, this is what siblings do sometimes. <laughs> <laughs> but when they get there, Jocelyn's like, "Hey, I got a rock." And now they do clarify with the rock does so basically the rock will act as like an amplifier yeah it's just it'll it will allow them to communicate through, through the, the parapetai bond. bond so not just track also yeah. communicate it amplifies i really the more actually we get with this parapetai bond i do like it because the idea is that they have this bond that links them but there's things they can do that essentially like overclocks it like, they're, they're bound in a way, and they should not be able to, like, like tracking hurts and this whole thing hurts. Mm. You can do it, but it's like when you go on your computer. It's com- a sacrifice. Yeah, it's like, well, it's like when you go into your computer and you really, like, make it run hot. Like, they're, yeah. they're essentially making their bond run hot. Yeah. Yeah. I like it. I think it's cool. Um, and they will talk about this a lot. Like, as they talk about using the rock, they'll talk yeah. about, like, the pluses and minuses, the risks. They'll talk yeah. about whether or not um, Izzy and Alec can trust Jocelyn, which... Is a fair question. <laughs> but she's like, look, honestly, I don't care about... J- I mean, I do care about Jason, the fact that maybe I want to kill him. But mostly, I want Clary back. So, I'm trust- going to get over my murderous urges for now. So, trust me on that. Uh, when she explains the rock as well, she says that it will damage the person initiating it. She does not mention it'll hurt Jace. It definitely hurts Jace. Yeah, it definitely kind of screws some <laughs> things up. So... I guess they just, has it never been done before? To be fair, she is giving, like, this information is being relayed third hand. <laughs> Luke's mom is an Iron Sister who told Luke, who yeah. told Jocelyn. I think there's also a good chance Jocelyn just didn't tell him. That too. She's like, uh, yeah, no, it could hurt Alec. He's like, mm. she doesn't care about Jace. She doesn't care about Jace. Hey, he's a demon boy. Speaking of Jace, back mm. at the boat, he's moping about being on the boat. Yeah. And up runs Clary. Yeah, and he, what well, he rightfully so, because it's been a day, thinks she's Valentine. And then Clary's like, no, remember the time I tried to seduce a vampire? <laughs> and he tried to, like... And then he encantoed me. But uh, you taught me how to see through it, and then we rode a motorcycle. And Jace is like, there's no way someone can make up a story that dumb. <laughs> and, well, Clary's about to say something dumber. She <laughs> She looks Jace directly in the eyes and without a hint of a falter <laughs> or hesitation says jace i can see the future and he says nope shadow hunters can't do <laughs> that i see she's like i don't know but i did see the future i saw <laughs> i just when when someone touches my face and i see a flash of visions i don't I assume that's it. me well no i don't assume that's me i don't assume i'm the one who saw the future i assume like, if that is that future, that other person did it. Clary, wh- why does she... I, I have to assume Dot told her you can see the future, because the other option is Clary saw that and assumed I can see the future. So, not to skip ahead, but she is <laughs> under a spell. Well, Dot is forcing her to say these things. Yeah, okay. But when... <laughs> but... The, the, first, the first thing she says is, I can't see the future, can I? <laughs> so, she realizes she was under a spell. But she didn't realize that the future thing was also part of that trick. Well, and Jace fully, like, accepts. He doesn't believe what Clary says. Because what yeah. Clary says is in her future, she saw the downworlders killed all mundanes one by one and there was nothing left. And only Jace can stop them with his demon blood. And Jace does not believe that. <laughs> However, Jace does seem to believe that she thinks she can see the future. <laughs> I this this show does this hilarious thing. And you know Riverdale is the same thing where you where somebody will say something and they'll assume like someone will lie 
but they'll assume part of the lie is true. <laughs> As opposed to all of the lie being a lie. Yeah, they're like, well, I know that I was mesmerized. Because she says those weren't my words. Yes. So she knew that those weren't her words, but she did hold out hope till the last minute that she could see the future. But why would she want to see that future? I think she just wants to see a future. Well, here comes Valentine, and yeah. he is so happy that his daughter is there. Oh, yes. As if he didn't realize that he sent Dot to kidnap her. <laughs> and he's got a great uh, plan that's going ahead. See, they found the wolf that killed Jeremy's father. They're going to go get her and bring her back. And Jace is like, nope, absolutely I'm not. not. That not, seems terrible. I'm not doing that. And then, God damn it, Jace. Valentine, Valentine. Ap- Valentine approaches Clary and is like, Clary, do you want to go? And Jace and is like, well, shit, I guess I have I guess to go. I'll have to go. Clary didn't even say no or yes. I think she, she we learned she's under a spell. Yeah, she, so she would have said yes. She would have said yes. But, like, <laughs> he's just like, you asked her? Clearly she's going to say yes. She's a woman. She's an idiot. She's an idiot, Dad. Yeah. So, no, he's he is going to go off on this werewolf hunt. I guess. Uh, now, they uh, they being Alec and Izzy yeah. and Jocelyn are beginning this whole bond thing. But before they do it, Jocelyn says something that makes Izzy go, wait a second. This seems dangerous. Yeah. Yeah. We sort of already talked about this. So, like, Alec. Is he's going to do it down. no matter what. Yeah. He's taken off his shirt. He's lied down. This is. This is Alec's version of Clary running off into the night. When danger comes, Clary runs off into the night, and Alec takes off his shirt and lies down and kills himself. So I have a question. Yeah. So I know Magnus is busy doing Magnus things. Could he stand there and heal? Yeah. Why didn't we have a scene where Alec tried to call him, and then it was like, I'd go ahead with it anyway? I. It's because this episode doesn't care about the Magnus-Alec relationship. I get that. Yeah. I, I think... I think because we're supposed to be under the idea, and they do actually enforce it a lot that Alec is like, no, we do it now. Everything goes now. We do a hundred. Everything goes fast. We can't do this. And I, I think the idea they could present it, I think, clearer is that they have to do this before Alder Tree notices. I just think it would have been better. Like, I think it would have heightened Alec's like manic. We have to do it now. Yeah. If he had tried to contact Magnus and wasn't able to. No, I agree. And, and then I, someone said, wait. And, and he I, was like, can't. And I think they could have cut one of the many scenes where someone does nothing in it. Ex- exactly. <laughs> Transfer one minute from there to here. But they said, no, he's going to lie down and they're going to start the whole process. But before it starts, Clary is in prison. Yeah, she wakes up in a cage, and this is the first hint, like, oh, obviously what happened up above was weird. I thought, like, oh, maybe Dot actually sucked her memories out, and it was Dot who was up there. Yes, I also thought that. But no, it's a lot more complicated. Clary was, like, mesmerized yeah. to 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 see a, a fake vision of the future. So I don't really understand why they made her see a fake vision of the future if they were just going to... Mesmerize her lie. Yeah. Yeah. I don't <laughs> I don't understand that either. Um now as Dot is about to like mesmerize her again, uh Clary kind of brings Dot back by she being like plays the trick that mesmerized Clary plays, where she's like, <laughs> but let me talk about a memory I have. Hey, remember how cool you were? You brought me uh, a gelato from Little Italy. And Dot's like, no, nah, I brought it from Rome. I'm so much more cooler <laughs> than you understand. And Dumb, then, mundane. And then Clary's like, yeah, I love you so much. And Dot's like, do you? Because you stopped looking for me. Now, in fairness, Dot, you died so many times. And Magnus couldn't sense your magic anymore. <laughs> I legitimately believe that that for, for the writers, you were dead. Yeah, and then the new writers this season <laughs> were like, like you know, it'd be cool, Dot. Yeah. This I think this leads twice. Like she definitely died at the beginning, or like assumed dead, and then she was discovered again, and then again and she then died. Magnus very clearly said, "I can't feel her magic anymore." So, chill out, Dot. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, once again, Dot's Dot's been tortured. So, and so Clary says, "I thought you died," and Dot says, "No, he just experimented on me." And Clary seems to only realize it then. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, Clary doesn't do a lot of um, critical critical thinking. thinking. And uh, so 
Clary's like, it's fine. Let's just run away. And Dot's like, Valentine will definitely find us anywhere we go. It's, it's Here's the thing. Uh, from all the stuff we've seen of Valentine, he's not that scary. Like, no, he's not scary at all. No, he seems actually very easy to deal with. And very easy to trick. He mostly just fumbles into successes. Like, he has... We have not seen <laughs> Valentine yeah. kill anyone other than that one warlock that we were led to believe was a bad warlock. Yeah, yeah. So it's... I, I think it would be stronger if Dot was not scared of Valentine, but more like dependent on the injection she's like no but i'm so strong when i'm here or you know she probably would go through detox from demon blood yeah uh like i know if if i'm knocking the demon blood i'll die that's what and you you say that's what valentine said and valentine noted liar could be wrong (laughs) now uh we we're gonna wrap up with some of these storylines first alec is warned not, not to, to go, go too deep. <laughs> I don't even know what that means, but Alec, don't go too deep. And Alec also doesn't know what it means. Yeah, no one knows what you mean by don't go too deep. But both Izzy and Alec are too, like, anxious to be like, what do you mean by don't go well, too deep? And a grown-up told them that, so yeah. <laughs> they're listening to that grown-up. Like, yeah, I guess I won't go too deep. <laughs> don't know what that means. But he does go deep. He goes deep into flashbacks of previous episodes. Oh, yeah. And also some flashes to what Jace is doing right now. Yeah. Now, uh, we, we check up with Magnus and Simon, where we get the clarification of that box that came out of the snake. Is definitely something precious to Camille. Because she warded it against war- warlocks. Yeah. But maybe specifically Magnus. It might just be <laughs> warded against Magnus. <laughs> yeah. I mean, Magnus doesn't even know whether or not that's true or not. He's like, oh, no, I'll, no warlock could do it. I can. No warlock could. And so he's like, Simon. You should use that box to blackmail Camille. Yeah, whatever's in it. Now, we get a little bit more. Uh, this is our reinforcement that this dagger is definitely something weird. Because, idiot. Man, Simon, who's like, well, maybe we'll wedge it open. He grabs an antique dagger. There's a kitchen in the next room. You Simon. You psychopath. It's like, it's like going, it's like, I don't know, going to the shrouded turn and being like, oh, I have a spill on myself. Better wipe it off. <laughs> No, Alec, you take the thing that's probably not ancient and useful. So Magnus will take that dagger away, and then he'll distract Simon by explaining that he actually really wants to help Simon figure this out. Yeah, because when he became a downworlder, no one helped him. So he wants to help the people he can. So now Simon has so many dads. So many dads. So many dads. Um. We find out from Valentine, good news, they found the wolf who killed Jeremy's dad, and they clearly did not. Well, so it's the so it's the white-haired girl we've been seeing. Yeah, and Gretel is her name. Gretel. And they've been, the way they've been, like, explaining that, or the way that they explain that the reason they know is because his dad was killed by a white wolf. She and so she's hair. the only white wolf in all of the greater New York area, I guess. She says she never killed anyone. And I believe Jace, her. <laughs> yeah. Jace is weirdly threatening to her, but I think he's kind of playing it up for... I think what he realizes is as long as I threaten her, Valentine won't kill her. Exactly. He's trying to be like, I'll be the bad because I can keep her safe. Yeah. I won't actually kill her. So he's like, you killed a mundane. And she's like, no. She's like, I'm no. in Luke's pack. She, I mean, here's the thing. She might have killed one mundane when she first transformed. Well, and that's the thing. Like, I actually wish that she had killed his dad i don't think she did it's it's who knows spoiler alert she's gonna die but before she dies clary's gonna run in and for a (laughs) moment it seems to valentine that she might be under his spell yeah well because dot comes up with her um i do like that off screen dot despite her whole like no valentine will i can't do it i'm scared of valentine off screen she decided actually no let's go upstairs i guess (laughs) So she's up there. Valentine's like, well, why don't you convince your brother that uh, this is the right thing to do? And Clary's like, Jace, Valentine is a liar. (laughs) I was forced to do lies by a spell, Jace. I was under the spell. Run. And I feel like they could have done this a lot earlier. Because Jace never believed her. Though, admittedly, they did need Dot. Because as they run, 
They're fighting. They're trying to escape. Jace is suddenly incapacitated by <laughs> Alec doing his parabatai stuff. It's the same thing that happened at the, the portal to the other dimension. Yep. <laughs> yeah. So he's he's weakened. And then Dot, Dot makes the weirdest decision. She opens a hole in the ward rather than a portal. A portal. No, she raises her hand, and for a second you think, oh, portal's opening. No, she opens a hole in that burning ward so they can jump to, instead of a portal into a safe place, just, into the, water. just the Hudson River. <laughs> just headlong into the Hudson River, where hopefully they won't freeze to death. Well, Kevin, luckily, they're shadow hunters. They are shadow hunters. It could have been a portal, Dot. Yeah, Dot. Dot. you know what? Dot is being poisoned by demon blood. We've we've seen you. That's how you got Clary here. But no, she does the ward, and then Valentine angry. Is so just, mad. Yeah. Kills the wolf and says, throw her overboard. <sighs> and that's the episode. That's the end of the episode. Yeah, we watched that. What a tense ending. I mean, they're going to escape. Well, they already did. They're in the water. Yeah, I know we can get them now. They're safe in the water. Valentine does react like, oh my god, they're in the water. Not, we could never get them. It's not like Rana. Boat with other boat. Did he just get rid of all the, like, the smaller boats on there clearly on the side Do of a cargo ship? Do you think that he can't lift the wards so they can't go after Clary and Jace because they would get fried? Well, apparently he can open portals. So That's true. Just open up a portal right in, right on top of the water. Oh, Valentine. This, this show is so annoying with portals. <laughs> Aaron. Yes, Kevin. So this episode, did you find yourself a CW moment? Did I find a CW moment? Did I find a moment where logic just wanted to open up the parabatai bond between itself and its best friend, but that way was rife? With risk and drama. Did you? I did. And the moment that I pick is a moment that makes no logical sense whatsoever. It's when Clary wakes up in a cage. <laughs> it is very confusing. When did she become not awake? Yeah. I, like, is there a missing scene? I don't, I, I, once again, it feels like there's a lot of these things they could have cut to make room for it. It's like, so I think what we are, and this is just me retcon, like, yeah. you know, fan servicing myself. I think that we are led to believe that she went up and she talked to Jace and then she just walked herself into the cage. Yeah. I because she was under a spell. Well, I mean, Dot knows that it doesn't last forever on shadow hunters they said she have to keep on re-upping her mesmerization so i think either maybe she put a trigger in her to pass out once the mesmerization i just think it would make more sense if we got her into the cage as opposed to having her wake <laughs> up in the cage yeah no fair enough again it's not like clever but it's not logical it's only there for drama yeah so she could wake up in a cage yeah yeah kevin did you find a cw moment i did uh I think I'm going to do one that we kind of skipped over. Um, as much as I would love to do, is he provoking a guy for no reason? Oh, that was my second choice. Yeah. Um, I'm going to go with so at the at the beginning after uh, they talk about the whole all these fighters are missing, and they're like, "You got to go out there and do and do these things." And Clary goes up and goes, "Let me go." And LG goes, "No." Clary goes to Izzy. He's like, "Izzy, let me go." I'm like. It's not Izzy's decision. She could have gone to at least Lydia. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, what What makes you think that if Izzy's like, yeah, no, let her go. Let's only change their mind. The reason this exists is so that Alec can be mean to her again. Because she goes like, Izzy, let me go. And Alec's like, no, you go inside. And it, that's also very clearly in there because the show does not trust us to believe Clary's emotions. So they're like, no, we have to make it very obvious that people are mad at her yeah we, we have to make it very clear that she feels bad and has but, to run away this comes this comes one scene after she already had the whole thing with alec where alec was like i hate you this is all your fault and wouldn't it be better need it. if a different shadow hunter yelled at her in this scene i mean so even, when she says no one 
I mean, even just Alder Tree being like, or as you're right, like if you went to Lydia, it's like, hey, Lydia, we're kind of friends, right? I, I can go. I don't think Claria sees Lydia. Claria. I don't think Clary <laughs> sees Lydia as a person is the problem. No. Like, Clary. Clary doesn't see anyone as a person who's not Simon or Jace. Like, she barely sees Izzy as a person. She she goes Izzy because she knows that Izzy would want her. Izzy does want her to come along. But she doesn't realize that Izzy cannot make that decision. Izzy has no power in this situation. <laughs> so yeah, so it makes no sense that Clary would ask Izzy. The scene However. Ju- the scene just exists so that Alec can be mean to her. If the Institute had only had five people in it. Yeah. And then all of a sudden this season there were all these other people. It would make sense that Clary would go to Izzy because she'd be like, well, Izzy has to be powerful. She was the only one here before. I mean, even if it's just five people, she'd be like, well, if I get at least one person on my side, we can kind of overwhelm Aldertree of it being like, yeah, to like, her just maybe assuming Alec will also go along. Yeah. It's like, if all of, if we all work together, I can come too. But instead, it's just weird. Oh, there's too many people in the show. So if you feel like there's too many people in the show, let us know. Hit us up on the social media. It's Podcast MOA, Podcast MOA, at Instagram, at Twitter, and at gmail.com. And please, I think we're the only Shadowhunters podcast out there right now. <laughs> so give us your ratings, reviews, and subscriptions on true. Apple Podcast or your podcaster of choice. You can also check out my books on my website. It's KevinWeirdBooks.com. And I'm over at aflimsyplan.com. And we will see you next week. Will Jace and Clary make it to shore? Can Simon find Camille using her box? Without Jace, who will Valentine monologue to? Jeremy? Answers all this and more in the next episode of Mystery Outsiders and Abs. A teen drama fan cast? <laughs>